welcome to another episode of the Rural Wellness Podcast, a podcast to support, connect and empower those in rural and remote areas, to show you that you aren't alone when it comes to your health and to educate you on practical, easy steps to help you and your family live your healthiest life. But today we are kicking off the first episode in our mini series, Surviving the Harvest Season. Over the next six weeks, we'll be discussing a number of different health topics with you associated with this busy time of year. You're going to be hearing from industry experts and get their practical and realistic tips and tricks to help you and your family survive the harvest season. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to another episode in the Surviving Harvest season on the Rural Wellness Podcast. I am excited to bring on another um, wellness expert today. We have Marlies from Active Farmers. How are you, Marlies? Uh, well, thank you, Hayley. Thank you so much for having me on for a chat. No worries at all. Did you want to kick off and maybe tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Where are you based? Yeah, for sure. Um, so a little bit about myself and how I came to work in the fitness industry and, and now my involvement with Acu Farmers. Um, I actually have a background in social science and I had a, a very long career working in the human services field. Um, and at the beginning of my career, um, because I had some positions that were highly emotive and very, very stressful. I just, I knew that I was going to need a positive distraction outside of work that was going to help me to survive the incredibly high burnout rate that a lot of my jobs carried. So um, this is many years ago now, but I joined my local gym um, and straight away just developed this huge passion for fitness. And I really couldn't get over the, the pre- profound effect that had on my overall well-being and the, the effect that it had on my ability to to then go back to my job and, and do it well. Um, so because of that, I, I was just wanted to share that with everybody and as many people as I could. So I decided that I'd train and become a fitness instructor. Um, and then I started teaching classes in different gyms and I just did that alongside my employment, um, which I found really helpful. And I just love sharing my passion with other people in the hope that it would help them with their overall well-being as well. Um, and then I met my now husband, um, who is a farmer, and I moved out to his farm and uh, developed some really great friendships in our small farming communities. And it was suggested to me that um, I should get in contact with Active Farmers and with their support, bring group fitness to two of my local farming communities. And so I had did a bit of looking into Active Farmers and what it's all about. And I just knew that straight away that it was a perfect match for, for me and what I wanted to do for my community. It's just, it's the perfect marriage between um, physical health and how it helps mental health. So um, then I decided after my third child that um, at that point in time, I'd, I'd had a long career working in child protection and I just, I couldn't go back to that job after having my third child. It was very, very difficult. So I decided that I would leave the human services completely and uh, just the timing 
at that time was that our, our founder of Active Farmers, Ginny Stevens, was about to take a break um, so that she could be with her growing family and the opportunity arose for me to step into the role as CEO of Active Farmers for, for a 12 month stint. So that's where I find myself now. Um, and we have a very small team and we all work remotely. So I'm based just outside of Juni in New South Wales. And that's also where I teach my Active Farmers classes in two little farming communities near there and um yeah that's that's how I find myself where I am today and it's I couldn't be happier wow it's fantastic and I love the part so much about exercise and then having more productivity in your workplace and the work that you are doing and I want to cover that later like that's sound that's really a thing that we want to um, dig into, especially around harvest time. Um, but before we dig yeah, into that, maybe um, what can you tell us about Active Farmers? What's it about? Because um, some people may not have heard of it. Yeah. Uh, so Active Farmers is a not-for-profit organisation or a health promotion charity. And we run regular group fitness sessions in small farming communities. Uh, on top of that, we also offer health-related workshops and we run um, fundraising events in, in different areas as well. So our goal across all of these is to promote community connectedness and to build community resilience. And our focus is to get farmers and their families off the farm in order to do something for themselves and to provide an opportunity to improve their fitness and get together as a community and socialise. Uh, and then I guess behind the scenes um, without even people probably realizing it they're actually working on their mental health as well um, so our sessions are run by a dedicated team of trainers we have 31 trainers that cover 40 communities across the whole country um, and look we simply would not be able to do it without the trainers that we have so um, we give them so much credit they're amazing um, and every month um, at the moment we provide around 200 classes over our 40 locations. We have over a thousand attendances and we average um, seven people per class. So it's just expanded and grown like you wouldn't believe. It's fantastic. Wow, that those statistics are fantastic. Yeah, that's what I'm, we were, jump, we were talking before we jumped on and started recording about how needed and how well received it would be like in my community. And I'm sure there's so many others mm. um, communities out there that would, would benefit from yeah. it as well. Um, but yeah, how that's do you, right. And it's, yeah. it's um, oh, sorry, I was just going to say, no, um, no. what's te- te- testament to that is that our growth has been like a very organic process. We have not needed to go out and chase any of these communities. Everyone has come to us asking how they can have the service in their location. So that tells us that it is needed. Yeah. Absolutely. So anyone listening, if you are maybe a personal trainer or want to get involved, then you can reach out (laughs) to you guys as well. So let's put that in there. So hopefully we can get a few more um, Active Farmers communities um, on the list as well. Um, How did Active Farmers start? Like where was it that it really started? Yeah. So um, we started in, um, a very small farming community just outside of Wagga called Mangapla, um, which is now the hometown of our founder, Ginny Stevens. So in, in 2015, um, Ginny was, she became quite concerned um, for the, the physical and mental health of people living in small farming communities. So 
she decided that she kind of needed to do her part with uh, doing something about that. So she started running group fitness classes just in Manga Plus for her for her community. So um, that's where it all started. Then very soon down the track, she also started to run classes in Year in Quinty, which is another small farming community near her. Um, and then when we became a not-for-profit, which was in early 2018, we we then expanded basically from those two communities to the 40 communities, uh, which is where we're at today. So, um, you know, I think it's important to point out that, um, you know, perhaps there is a, a, an increased concern for the mental well-being of people living in farming communities because, you know, we've improved technology and and machinery um, farming has become a much more solitary occupation um, which means that we see a lot more single operators so you know days gone by farms would have had a number of workers there would have been constant contact and communication and interaction with others whereas nowadays um, it's, it's much more isolating and the hours are incredibly long so um, you know once small communities would have been really busy hubs with a general store and a school, maybe a sporting club, a pub. And while that still does exist for some of our communities, for many of them, these services have been lost, unfortunately. So, you know, and on top of this, people living in rural and remote Australia are twice as likely to experience catastrophic outcomes as a result of mental ill health. And 70% of people living in rural areas are, are not getting enough exercise. So I think Ginny saw an opportunity to address some of these concerns in her immediate area. And then, yeah, it's just boomed since then. So, you know, I think she, she pinches herself every day and I never in her wild dreams did she think it would be what it is today. So, yeah, she's incredible and everybody who supports us is incredible as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's such a fantastic story. Um, and it goes back to seeing a need and trying to fill that need with a really high quality service, which I think you guys have done. And that's why it's just grown so much, mm. which is fantastic. Um, yeah, that's so, right. And it, yeah, sorry, you go. I was just going to say that, it's, you know, it's, it's a really uh, tangible way to make a difference as well. Um, you know, and it's a really proactive um, grassroots approach where you, you can see the benefits, and people can feel the benefits, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And I know there's that really big aspect around obviously getting farmers off the farm to communicate and chat to others, but it's also got that fitness aspect to it as well. How important mm. is that communication and meeting those other people and it really being like a social event? The exercise sometimes is maybe just the bonus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think um, I think sometimes people um, enjoy that social aspect so much that they kind of forget that they're actually there exercising, which is really good because, you know, like I said before, you're kind of getting those, added benefits without even realizing it um you know i think in in farming communities particularly in more recent times and i know this is very relevant to the area where i live you know it's been it's been a really long hard haul lately so you know we're we're just coming out the other side of 
of drought, quite a long drought. Um, we then had, you know, bushfires nearby earlier on this year. And then, of course, we've had COVID on top of that. So mm-hmm. it's um, now more than ever, um, there's that real need for people to have an avenue to, to step away from their the daily grind of farming. And look, I always say this to, to friends and family who, who don't live on farms. I say I've, I've learned in my years now of becoming a parent and being married to a farmer that I think the two most relentless jobs in this world is one, parenting, and two, farming. <laughs> there is always something that needs to be done. It never stops. You You always wonder if and when you're going to get a break. But I think it's really important that you make that happen. Um, you know, I say to the farmers that come to my class, your, your to-do list will never be done. So taking yeah. an hour out of your schedule is going to have more benefits than you think and that list is still going to be there when you get back so you know it's just really important to take that time out and like we were talking earlier about productivity you know stepping away for a moment and doing something that has a really positive um, you know physiological effect on the body allows you to step back into the job with better clarity greater focus and you know hopefully the flow and effect on that is that you you make better business decisions yeah absolutely i was just going to um add to that about the productivity as well and how do you find farmers over this busy time with harvest and um you know some are cutting silage and baling and it's just a really busy time of year how do you find mm. the attendance and do you find people are dropping off? Do they, do you give them anything to do at home? Like what's, what can you sort of provide for this time of year for people? Yeah. So we do, um, we do understand at Active Farmers that farming is, um, it's seasonal. So our numbers will sort of fluctuate between the seasons. But the great thing about Active Farmers is that we, we run our classes regularly and we run them indefinitely so regardless as to what's happening in the season the classes will always run so I'm a big believer in that something is better than nothing so if you do have active farmers near to where you live um, don't be turned off by the fact that I haven't been for weeks so what's the point of going now I think even in in that one time that you can come because you've you know bad weather's meant that you've needed to to stop or um you know you've uh, god forbid you've had a breakdown and you've got to wait for a part or something and you know i just think take the opportunity then to to step away come to a class um and then you know you you come back to it with with greater clarity but um i also think that you know we know that time is of the essence once particularly once harvest starts, um, you know, it's a bit of a race against the clock to get your crop off. Um, and people tend to just, you know, it's, it's go, go, go until it's done, basically. So if that's the case, then, you know, I think there's lots of little things that you can be doing um, during that time to, to stay active, you know, even if it's just making sure that you have regular breaks and that you do some stretching or some joint mobility um you know those kinds of things or even you know 
remaining active and exercise doesn't need to be in the form of a structured fitness class if that's not available to you at the time. So if you're working long hours and, you know, you knock off and, and all you want to do is spend some time with your family, well, you know, being active could be just kicking the footy around with your kids or, you know, going for a bike ride or a swim or that kind of thing. So, you know, there's lots of little things like that that people can be doing um, if they're not able to get to an active farmers class or, or any other kind of structured fitness um, class. So that's, you know, that's the, the benefit. And I think also um, the benefit of active farmers is that um, we welcome anybody and everybody to our classes. Um, we're, we're family orientated. So I think harvest can be a particularly difficult time for families as well. Um, I know that a lot of my girlfriends around here, um, who are not on farm workers joke that they're, you know, they're about to enter that two months or so of single parenting because they're probably not going to see their husbands for weeks. So the good thing about our active farmers classes is that, you know, we welcome families along. So if, if the, the, the off farm workers, like the partners or the mums want to come to the classes, they can bring the kids. Um, And, you know, that's an opportunity for them to just step away from, you know, that the, the daily grind that um, is there for them um, as well as the, the people working on farm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think like to, in going back to the exercise a little bit, um, when we're on the farm, you know, it could be as simple as like parking your vehicle or a little bit further away. Uh, like yeah. I know for me, um, my partner has been away up north, but obviously it's rain. So he's come home and um, he was in a truck. And um, I said to him, oh, do you need your ute down at the other place just when you get home? Because he was going to be home in the dark. And he said, oh, no, there's another ute there. It'll be fine. And I'm like, no, actually there's not. And he said, oh, well, yes, definitely. Can you take one down? So I took it down, but then I could have asked like my in-laws to pick me up and, and take me home. But it's like not even three Ks. And I was like, you know what? I could just walk back. And it's those little things as well that you could do instead of taking the easy way, just take the time and and go for that little bit of a longer walk um, and trying to add it into your day in little ways that all adds up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And we we refer to that as like incidental exercise. So it's the little things that you can do outside of, you know, any kind of structured fitness class. And my husband is, um, when it comes to harvest, he is a single operator. So, um, you know, he, he quite often will do that where, um, you know, he's got to go from the truck to the header. So he'll make sure that he runs or if he's, you know, knocked off for the night and he's driving home, he'll park the ute sort of 20 or 30 metres away from the gate and run back, close the gate, come back to the ute. So all those little things do um, add up and they do just, you know, they get the body moving and they get you out of that, you know, sedentary position that you may have been holding for quite some time and it's um you know and look I'm also aware that there is some pretty machinery out there at the moment where you pretty much just enter your settings you hop in and off you go and the header basically tries itself so yeah you know I think um for people who are in that position um you know yeah taking those regular breaks if possible is is really important and you know just getting the body moving 
in any way that's possible. I, I always liken it to, um, you know, the short film that they show you um, when you, you're on a long haul flight. Yes. To, um, you know, keep the legs moving or stretch or do this. It's the same thing when you're sitting in machinery for extended period, periods of time, um, you know, just to get your circulation going and your blood flow and, and, um, and even just, you know, kicking your heart rate up another gear, even if it's not by much. Um, any of that movement and, and, you know, stretching that counteracts that, that position that you might be holding for some time is really important. Um, and, you know, and the other really important aspect is nutrition. Um, yeah. And you can, you can definitely continue to follow that um, even when you're working long hours. I know it's probably really tempting to go for those really high sugar, high fat foods that kind of give you that quick boost that you think might help you overcome fatigue. But, you know, in the long run, it, it will have the opposite effect. So, you know, I think it's really important that you, you make sure you, you pack um, you know, healthy snacks and that you do have um, regular food breaks. And of course, you know, drinking water. Um, it, it, it may seem to some people that they're just, you know, sitting in this machine and going, you know, down and back, down and back. But um, it does take a, a considerable amount of brain power. You have to be focused. You have to be aware of what's going on. And, and we know that that's what adds to fatigue and, and drinking water is, you know, it's just like medicine for the brain and it's, it's what helps you remain focused. And, and that's what improves, you know, farm safety as well, is making sure that we're on top of those things. Um, and also I'd, I'd point out not to skip meals. My husband is notorious for going out and sitting on a header for hours and not taking any food. He's the kind of person that just likes to have his three meals a day. And he's happy yeah. with that. And I'm like, you can't sit there for hours and not eat anything. <laughs> You have to have healthy snacks that you can have along the way. So, you know, all those things, they go hand in hand and they're, the movement, what you eat, what you drink is, is all very important and they all support each other. Absolutely. And the movement so important, I think, for managing fatigue and increasing alertness, which we've talked about, like increasing yeah. productivity. But if you kind of bring it back to the header, well, the header's the one that's kind of going to be the most productive. But if you're actually taking those regular <laughs> breaks and if you're um, moving your body when you are doing those regular breaks, even if it's just a couple of laps around the header, um, they are going to be able to help you increase your focus and prevent those yep. long slumps, afternoon slumps, which is going to actually going to be able to make you work a little bit longer and be more productive, yeah. if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. You, know, you know, if we're bringing it back to a human point of view. Um, so, yeah, I think those little tips and tricks that you've shared about parking the ute a little bit away so you can run back and shut the gate, like they're fantastic that I think we can be really trying to do when we can't get to a, a class, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I think, um, you know, you, you, harvest can be an incredibly stressful time and, you know, it doesn't always go according to plan. Actually, very rarely does it go according to plan. So, you know, having those, those quick breaks where you can get moving and, and you know, just refocus and, come back to what you're doing I think it really helps with problem solving as well when when things do crop up that you might not be expecting um Absolutely. yeah and I, you know I think it's also a really good opportunity to um you know because it can be a very stressful time and 
and a you know there's increased isolation because people are often working by themselves for long periods of time you know provided you can do it safely it's it's a great opportunity when you're sitting on the head or in the tractor to you know phone your mates and check in with them and make sure everyone's going along okay and you know that you're kind of riding the highs and lows together I guess and and you know just reminds you that everyone's you know in the same boat and doing the same thing and um yeah it's just a good opportunity to, to check in with each other and and support each other in that way as well yeah that's right um let's talk about the stress and and how exercise can benefit stress and have have a play a massive role in stress management yeah so you know it's it's well known that there's a a link between physical or remaining physically fit and active and and how that benefits your mental health and you know from a physiological perspective it does get those good endorphins going and um you know the the natural happy drugs i suppose yeah absolutely yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, I always joke with the people that come along to my classes that, you know, the, the only um, exercise class that you'll ever regret is the one that you don't do. Oh, um, and, yeah. you know, it's it's quite often you think, oh, gosh, do I really want to do that? And do I want to go and do this class? I can't be bothered. I'm so tired. And particularly for our farmers, we do work incredibly hard. Um, you know, and they'll be working all day and they probably get to the end of the day and think, oh, well, I've been active in my job all day. What do I need to go and do an exercise class for? But, yeah. you know, it's shifting the focus and it's coming along and it's improving your functional strength, which is also very important for the job that you might do on farms. And, oh. you know, at the end of the class, now I've never heard anybody say, oh, gosh, I wish I hadn't have done that. <laughs> you know, everybody's happier and smiling and, feeling good about themselves and you know feeling like they've achieved something so you know I, I think it's um yeah it's really important that that we remember the the effect that it can have on our well-being and and I've said a couple of times now that you know it's so important that the physical fitness side of things is so important because you know we want to we want our farmers um to be able to do their job um, well and we want them to be able to do it pain-free and we want them to be able to do it without sustaining injuries so that they can do it well into the future so you know we know that they work incredibly hard but we want to help them build you know functional strength good functional strength that's going to help them do their jobs uh, more safely and then as I said you know behind the scenes probably without even realizing it they're also um, working on their their well-being and, and feeling good about things at the end of doing a fitness class with us yeah and i think exercise is also so essential with obviously sleep um because you may go outside mm -hmm. and, and work a, a full day um but the exercise component can really help with um sleep because it helps with more of that i don't know i don't want to say exhausted state but it burns up more energy um, that you've put into your body and if you're just simply sitting on a, a tractor all day or a header it mightn't have mm. um, you know 
got your burn as much as it needed to. So I feel that if you're struggling with your sleep and things like that, then exercise Mm. can actually be a really important aspect that you're missing from your life that can be really beneficial. And it sort of is a bit of a catch 22 because you feel exhausted and you don't want to exercise, but (laughs) you know, the exercise is going to help increase your energy, but also um, create better sleep patterns for you as well. So I think like it all goes mm. hand in hand. And in that, as you were talking before about that well-balanced exercise, nutrition, drinking lots of water, it all goes hand in hand to be starting to feeling, start feeling better and feel like yourself. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, and on top of that, and I think this is probably, you know, going back to where my fitness journey began um, and how that relates to, you know, what you've just spoken about. Um, I, I was really, um, you know, that was one of the, the things that, you know, struck me with, with, you know, doing regular fitness is my improved sleep patterns. And, you know, it, it definitely does sort of, I guess, uh, add that element of physical exhaustion that will help you sleep. But it also, for me, in that situation, it was a break away from what I was doing. So if I was at work all day and then I'd go to the gym or do a fitness class and then go home, I was then detached from what had been happening all day. And quite often those things would, um, you know, be really busy in my mind. And if I didn't have that breakaway to do some fitness, then I would continue to think about those things into the night and that would prevent me from having a good night's sleep. So I think that's the same for our farming communities, you know, because there are, you know, times of great stress. It it allows them to to step away from that for a moment um, and, you know, also work their bodies, you know, probably to a degree of exhaustion, but also to, to settle their minds and, um, you know, either to be able to sort through that busyness that's in their minds or just be able to park it to the back until, you know, there's a fresh new day to be dealing with those things. So definitely is beneficial for your sleep um, from, you know, both both a a mental and a physical perspective. And um, it's, you know, farmers are in this unique category of they sleep at their workplace. They don't have that separation Mm. like someone would in the Mm. city, as an example. You wouldn't see someone in Melbourne or, you know, Sydney sleeping at their desk where, um, (laughs) or at their office place because, farmers they live on their farm and they've got to kind of be on 24 7 so they don't have that work balance work separation that it's really hard to get it right um because they're you know they're like oh a sheep gonna be out or they're kind of always on call if something goes wrong so the exercise yeah did I I shut that that gate that's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) so the exercise can be like totally fantastic to kind of help bridge that I finish work for the day I'm right Mm. to kind of relax kind of thing yeah that's right yeah absolutely so if someone doesn't have active farmers in their area do you have any online options at the moment um yeah we do um we do run you know for people who are on social media or Facebook um, specifically we do run a free weekly live fitness session um, and it does remain in our timeline. Um, so people can watch it whenever um, they can and have a go. Um, and there's quite a few banked up there if you scroll through our timeline and find them. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, that, that just sort of, I guess, adds another opportunity for, for people to, um, you know, have some guided uh, fitness or exercise. Um, uh, you know, and look, during COVID, we, we successfully shifted our entire service to the online space, which was really good because it meant that our communities could, you know, continue with some kind of routine. And, you know, initially um, that was very popular, actually. I think people quite enjoyed that they didn't have to get out of their pyjamas to do their exercise class for the day. But, um, you know, our, our focus really is on that in-person social interaction. And it was yeah. quite interesting, actually, that we found towards the end of that three months period um you know in the thick of, of COVID-19 and you know I'm sorry I know you guys down there in Victoria are still very much in the thick of things but um but here um you know by the end of that three months um you know people were saying to us oh I'm just craving that face-to-face interaction I just can't wait until the classes resume um and we can catch up with people again so I really you know advocate for that that face-to-face um, you know, social interaction, and, and we really find that that is what helps um, to beat isolation and to you know help build more resilient communities. So, I think our focus will always be to try and run our service um, in person. Um, yeah. But we, some of our trainers do provide an online option that um, you know, I guess it might enhance their face-to-face service because it provides their participants with, with an, an extra class a week. Um, you know, some yeah. of our communities, the trainers are only available to do one class a week and we know that that's, that is better than nothing, but it's probably yeah. more beneficial to do another one or another two classes yeah. on top of that. So some of our trainers will also offer an, an online option. Um, yeah. I think so, yeah, over in but, WA, um, you know, but Boyd might offer some online classes because I think yeah. I've got a few clients over there that um, do it. And I yeah. guess WA, and I used to live in that area over there, it's just so far between mm. town to town. So um, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's probably some areas it's beneficial to, to have that as an option as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, Boyd, one of our trainers in WA, he's also one of our PT mentors, um, you know, he's quite an incredible individual and he, he actually drives hundreds of kilometres each yeah. week to um, service six six different communities. So, you know, he's he's um, he is one of those trainers that's offering that online option, you know, to, to give people a bit of variety and, and more option to attend more classes, which is great. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So um, where can people find you? Is you like on social media, obviously, um, website. If people are looking for some yep. more information, where can they find you? Well, I think um, the best place to start is our website. We have so much information on there about, um, you know, how we started, where we're at, how you can contact us. Um, we've got a community brochure on there um, that people can have a look at to to see how you know what what's needed to set the program up in their community um but i i love to talk to people i love to tell them about active farmers so um my preference is that people um give me a call or send me an email and i will give them a call so that we can talk more about it 
Um, but yeah, it's definitely follow us on on our socials, Instagram and Facebook, because that um, you know just gives a really good sense of of the community spirit. Um, you know, we are a network um, of forty communities, but um, really we're a family. Um, so you know, following along and, and seeing what we're doing and um, how we support each other, and you know, our furthest. But our most northern point is um, Hewenden, which is in um, north central Queensland. Um, we go all the way down through New South Wales, Victoria, down to Campbelltown in Tasmania. Um, now we're in South Australia, in Appla, and then all the way across to Western Australia. So we are so spread out, but we have a sense of closeness as well. So, you know, if you are interested in, in having active farms in your area, um, even if you think it's not a possibility, please get in contact because I'm sure there's something that we can do to help you to bring the service to your area and to help you um, be part of this amazing network and family um, where we're all supporting each other to do this wonderful thing from every corner of the country, basically. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to have a chat and share so much knowledge and wisdom with um, our listeners. I think all of what you've shared is going to be so beneficial for people sitting on the header or in the tractor at harvest time, but also for the support crew at home. Um, I think that knowing that they still have the option to get to an active farmers class to interact with other mums possibly and their kids can interact as yeah. well while they're there I think that's going to be extremely beneficial for everyone oh absolutely that's great role modeling for the next generation I think <laughs> for sure for sure so thank you so much and um we'll talk soon uh thanks so much for having me Hayley thank you If you loved today's episode and would like to share it with others, make sure you tag the Rural Naturopath when you share it on social media. Growing this podcast is essential to help more men and women in rural and remote areas feel supported, connected and empowered when it comes to their health, but also to build awareness for all the other amazing rural health professionals who have been interviewed on this podcast in the past. We will see you on the next episode.